0: Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. So let's get started. We're gonna pass over. Pass over is to proceed on a journey, to pass from one point or one stage to the next. It's taking action. It may feel like baby steps. It may feel like it's of no consequence. It's when you begin to understand, hey, I've been tested the core and now I know what I really believe. Until your beliefs are tested, you don't really own them at the level you will when your very life depends upon it. You'll learn to pray through. I learned to pray through in a hospital bed when my nightly devotion consisted of watching the weather by Sid Lasher And with my little roommate, uh, who was 11, I was 14. She decided our devotional song <laughs> would be a Nancy Sinatra song. These boots are made for walking and that's just what they'll do. <laughs> and so we would sing that little song and I felt like the weatherman knew us cause he would always say "And the weather is a balmy 70 degrees for our good friends down Galveston way. Well, I was in Galveston in the burn hospital. That must be me And so that was our church service, but as ridiculous as it sounds, we were saying something different about our destinies and our lives. We were going to get our boots on. We were going to walk again, and we were going to live life with our Lord Jesus Christ, no matter what had come. You know, when you're in the Passover season, there's a refusing to shrink back and take a protective stance because you don't want to be hurt again. How many of you have been there? You may be there right now, and it's like... Why venture out? That was too hard. I've heard this so many times. And people are like, I'm not willing. I don't want to risk it. And you know what? If you don't risk, there is no destiny. But God meets you in the risk like he meets you no other way. And this is where you establish your secure connection to God, your trustworthy source of all revelation. You know, this is how Joseph was able to use his gifts in the prison. Use his gifts in the prison, not when he got out. He looked around, there was a baker and there was a butler, and they needed some help. And he began to use his gifts in prison. You can't use your gifts very well with an offended heart, can you? Kind of goes south. And so that is another huge clue to how Joseph was able to pass over. He unloaded offense. I think he made a decision. This is a critical conversation I'm going to have with Joseph in heaven as to how he was able to avoid offense and bitterness. For some of you who have been hurt in business or betrayed in family or relationship, this may be the most important thing that you do all weekend. And I want to illustrate this with a story that's very personal to me. You've heard the fire story for me. And so now fast forward, uh, I was in my forties, I was in a, on the way to a professional convention and I was in Chicago and I sh- ended up sharing a cab with a gentleman who was going to the same hotel. And as we got in the cab and began to just chit chat, he said, uh, what's your name? What are you doing? I said, I'm Linda Fields. I'm with Southwest Texas State University. I'm here for a training convention. I said, what about you? And he says, well, I'm a burn doctor and I'm here to go to a burn convention. And I'm thinking, you just think you're here for a burn convention. You're here for this cab ride with me. And so I told him my story. And I visibly saw the reckoning on his face when he heard my report, third degree burns, all three layers of skin gone, healing, no skin grass. And when he heard that, uh, you've seen people do this where their forehead kind of shifts because they're reckoning with something. Like, it's like, whoa. So he's looking out the window. he's? he's I can tell he's about to blow up. And he says, uh, well, that doesn't usually happen. I said, no. And I, I just let it sit. And so he's doing all the math, you know. And he says, well, tell me... Um, What kind of treatment did you have? And I said, well, I haven't really thought about this in a long time. I don't know the name of any medicines, but I will tell you something I'll never forget. I was lowered in hot whirlpool baths over 100 degrees twice a day, totally submerged um, up to my neck, um, and it was to fight infection. I said, that was a very grueling process, and I'll never forget it. Well, now... He's really on tilt. So he looks out the window again, and he looks back at me and he said, ma'am, he said, I need to tell you that we don't, we no longer use that treatment. He said 70% of the patients who had this treatment died of septic shock because it was found to rapidly spread infection over large open wounds. When he said that the Holy Spirit filled the cab I think we both felt it. We could hardly speak. And I just remember feeling the Lord's presence over my whole body and hearing the Lord say, you know some things I've done for you, but I have taken care of you in ways you have no idea. So let me ask you a question. What if I'd become bitter at 14 and 15 and 16? over being the only girl in school wearing support hose. My mom bought me fishnet hose in every color in the 70s. And, um, you know, what if? Because I did have very severe scarring. And what if I had let that get to me? I wouldn't have been telling a burn doctor a story in a cab, right? Um, I would have been one of those tight-lipped women in the grocery store, you do not want to run into their cart right? Uh, who just had a few too many problems and a little too bitter. And so, uh, here's the thing why I share this with you. You cannot afford to entertain offense. There is no good way that you can justify it. I mean, even if somebody wronged you greatly, this situation was not that, but even if you've been wronged, And you think it's your right to be offended. Do you know that that will kill your destiny? It will shut your heart down. And so I believe Joseph had the secret to this. That he solved that issue in the darkness of the prison cell. And said, oh God, I have a dream. I remember the sheaves bowing down to me. I remember the feel of the color coat that my dad gave me. I can smell it. I can feel it. I loved the texture of it. And I imagine that Joseph in the darkness of the prison cell felt such love and communion from his heavenly father that all offense was dismissed. There is no other way he used his gifts. There is no other way he proceeded To come out, not only surviving, but thriving and with gifts ready. So glad you joined us for the Linda Field Show today. We know that you are busy and that your time is important. To help you accomplish more of the things that matter in work and life, Linda has created the Prayer Plan Your Life Productivity System. This valuable system guides you to minimize the noise that threatens your progress and make the highest and best use of your time. Come on over to lindafields.org/ppyl to order Prayer Plan Your Life Today. Get it done today. Make it matter tomorrow. See you over at lindafields.org/ppyl.